Guess who's back, back, back again, again. <laughs> We're back, baby. What do we miss? Anything important? How's everybody been? What's everyone been up to? Well, we've been gone. We've done some interesting stuff. Um, I was out of the country. I went to see the Cardinals play the Cubs in London with my dad and my brother, which was a great time. And then uh, we went on a float trip. We did float. Yeah, we had a great time down in Missouri. And we've been doing a lot of wedding planning, which has been exciting. So, yeah, there's a lot of really exciting stuff happening, and that explains at least my absence now I can only speak for myself but I know many of our listeners were not expecting to hear that I went on a float trip but I sucked it up and went for Stephen's birthday and talked him into a cabin this year so check and check yeah does it count if it was a cabin let's let the listeners decide (laughs) it was a great time it was a great time but we are super excited to be back what do we got to talk about these days Stephen well There's a lot. We should zero in this week on some of what the people want to hear. Lucky for you, I have my, these two fingers right here directly on the pulse of every single one of our listeners, so I can tell you what they want to hear. (laughs) That is as follows. A little bit of Kardashian drama, because what's an episode without the Kardashians? True. A little bit of Bachelorette. New season. New season. A little bit of Jersey Shore. I know what you guys are thinking. What? Jersey Shore? That's been over for years. Just wait. And a little bit of other stuff that will pop in there. So that's what we got today. And we'll see where the wind takes us. I love it. Let's get right into it. So I think we need to start with the Kardashians because this is something that love them or hate them, you know about them. And there was a huge blow up on the most recent episode, well, really the last two, where long story short, Courtney and Kim are beefing because Courtney had Dolce & Gabbana basically do her entire wedding, all the looks, all of her siblings' looks, everything. They even let her get married at um, one of their houses in Italy, right, in Portofino. Well, long story short, there had already been a fashion show in the works with Kim where they were supposed to do a collaboration and feature some of the Skims pieces. That did not happen. So Kim got to creative direct a Dolce & Gabbana show where it got a little iffy on if she was kind of, you know, stealing the thunder from Courtney or not. Personally, I bet Kim on this one, but you have other ideas? I mean, this is what, like, I try to wrap your mind around, like, this is what they're fighting about. Like they both got to hang yes. out and do like large theatrics with Dolce and Gabbana. Right. Like I the th- think about the drama that they're worried about versus the drama of what normal people are worried about. Yeah. That's stunning to me. And then also Courtney was married or Kim got married to Kanye in Italy with her favorite singer. Yeah. Andrea Bocelli. Yeah, Andrea Pacelli. <laughs> <laughs> that guy 
was singing there. Well, guess what? Then Courtney goes and gets married and has to, you know, talk about how it's her grand idea. No, it's not. Like, plus, I think who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Yeah, it's Dolce and Gabbana. There's plenty of money and outfits to go around. So, petty drama, yes. Did Courtney make it a bigger deal than it needed to? Yes. Yes, absolutely. But also, she's pregnant. Maybe it's the hormones. Could be the baby hormones. So also going on, um, there is a new season of The Bachelorette. We have uh, Charity, who is The Bachelorette. She's from last season. And uh, she has been pretty, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it in case any of our listeners haven't seen any of the more recent episodes, but she's pretty cutthroat. And um, I, th- I mean, like we have found our villain of the season, I think. Yep. And uh, what guy, whatever that guy's name is, the guy who wears the little feathers on the ear. And um, <laughs> he's clearly the villain. Um, he's made that clear. Everybody hates him. And I love it. I think um, first things first, you and I were saying this yesterday. We're like, where'd everyone go? Like we went from like 30 guys to like eight in a matter yeah. of four weeks. Right. I think there's six after Monday's yeah. episode, I think there's six left I mean, already. Number f- this is week four. It's crazy. And not to mention, I kind of do appreciate the fact that, you know, if you don't see a future with someone, send them home. But I was talking to my mom about this this morning, and it's like so predictable now. There's always the villain. There's always the this is the most dramatic season ever. There's always the same dates now. Like they even go like bungee jumping and skydiving in every single season. And you know, have the team play football. And it's just so predictable now that they better bring back Bachelor in Paradise or else I'm slowly fading away. Oh, it'll be back. I'm not worried about that. And I do think that's true. You're right. They say it's the most dramatic season um, there's ever been, but I haven't seen anybody move a podium around a man in a long time. Shout out Hannah B. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean... It is a little bit uh, short. Honestly, it's pretty short on the drama. Usually you have a couple of yeah. guys that it's really easy to hate. But there's really, I mean, there's really only one that you really hate you know, universally. Everybody has their own opinions, right? But there's really only one that's pretty. Yeah, one villain. Pretty villainized. So we'll see how it goes. Overall, um, I think she has done a as fine as a, of a job as anybody, I mean, can expect. Fun to watch, though. Definitely fun to watch. We don't watch it to be educated. We watch it to be entertained. Right. So that's right. Take it or leave it. But you guys, let us know what you think of this season so far. Yeah, and another one uh, to add to the queue. Um, weekly rotation. You got Big Brother starting next month. Yeah. First week of April, and then we also have beginning of April is. The new season of Jersey Shore. And I know what everybody's thinking. What? Jersey Shore is still going on? Well, let me answer yes. And they do these like summer vacations, right? It's all of them now as they're, as they're uh, famous. And for the first time, Sammy Sweetheart is going to be joining the family for a vacation. She hasn't been on since the last actual season of Jersey Shore in 2011. So that's going to be awesome. And I'm so much looking forward to that. And I think everybody who's not caught up on Jersey Shore... That's as good of time as ever to get back in because, boy, is it something. I love Jersey Shore. We've been watching Jersey Shore straight through now. I will say this. You have to watch the old seasons like 
take it or leave it, right? It's way back, typical, like, first reality TV show ever, pretty much. Just very drama-filled, old-fashioned, whatever. Now, they're, like, wholesome. And they're totally, like, a little family. They're all having their own kids. They're all there for each other, going through these ups and downs. Family vacations are as entertaining as ever because they still have these insane personalities. But I do kind of feel like, especially with having Angelina there, it's like, well, she wasn't even an OG. She left the house season one and then came back. But Sammy was an OG. So I think it's unfair to bring her back and let her enjoy some time with her roommates. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think she didn't want to go back. I think it was something with her relationship with Ronnie. Was Ronnie on that season? You know, I don't know because I believe he went to rehab. I believe he, I mean, he was, you know, going to propose to that woman. So it looks like Ronnie is not in this one. Wow. I think they bring Sammy back and Ronnie's a goner. You know, I can't really blame I mean, Ronnie needs like actual, like the limelight's probably not right for him at this particular moment of his life. I agree. So yeah, tune in. Let us know if you, uh. If you like it, still all these years later in 2023. Yeah, got to tune in. Got to tune in. Another um, big show that everybody seems to be falling in love with. I can't think of really very many seasons of a show that everybody has literally universally that I've talked to said was like a complete amazing season um, as season two of The Bear. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that if we're looking back on this year, it's really like The Bear and Succession are the two that it seems like the internet goes crazy over. Yeah, and, and Succession people, even. I I have heard some people that don't like Succession, I've heard several people, but The Bear, I've never heard a single person. I mean, I've heard people yeah. say it's chaotic, which it is, but never heard anybody say that they didn't enjoy it. Yes, and let us know if this is true or not, but I did hear... That season two is better than season one. So we've seen season one. We're going to watch season two. Then we will report back on which one we liked more. Yeah. Amazing. So something I want to sneak in this episode is that I think Bravo made one of the smartest moves ever. And I don't know if it was Andy Cohen's call or not, but the Real Housewives of New York City were all like 60 plus, complained a ton. They were just, in my opinion, being very whiny. So what they did for the first time ever is cut the entire cast of The Real Housewives of New York City and brought on all fresh faces. And I just watched episode one with my mom yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And let me tell you, it was incredible. Like Beverly Hills and New Jersey, I mean, even Salt Lake, they're all good, right? But New York was always like OG. And I really think they did something here where It's going to rise back to the top of the franchise. So that's my first take it or leave it of the week is that Real Housewives of New York City is going to climb to be everyone's top voted favorite housewife franchise after this season. You know, I think I am going to take it and it's not, I've not seen the episode. I love that they cut everybody. I think that keeps all the other housewives on their toes because some of them are frankly boring. So it keeps everybody on their toes. I'm going to take it mainly for this reason. I think that um, anytime you have something that's new and fresh, people can turn to that and, you know, eat into it, buy into it. People are going to want to watch so that they get to know these people, get to know who's the crazy ones, who's like the even more crazy ones, because like, there's really no normal people on them, right? So um, 
I'm going to take it. I think this, at least, at the very least, this upcoming season of it, I think, will be number one. Love it. I think we're right. Yeah, that's a tough, that's, I mean, that's a tough seat because um, you just had all that drama with New Jersey. So, I mean, it's going to be a hard throne to take, but I'm optimistic. My second one is that I do not think the Barbie movie is going to be as big of a hit as everyone's making it sound like. Um, I think I'm going to take it. I have some thoughts about the Barbie movie. I'm going to take it because I think that it has been one of the more like overhyped movies that I can remember in recent yeah. time. Like I don't remember seeing everybody go so crazy over a movie in a, in a while. So, and I don't really get it. Like I, I don't really get why all the hype is here. I think um, we all pretty well know the story, but I will say this. I will be tuning in for nothing other than uh, the protagonist. Yeah. And the actor that plays the protagonist. Um, the good old Margot Robbie. Yeah. Hard not to watch the movie that she's in. Let me tell you that much. Um, okay. Relax. <laughs> I don't think, I don't even think it's going to be as big of a hit as this Oppenheimer movie that's coming out. Like People are excited about that. They really are. Yeah. It's like kind of like you get these two totally different movies, right? You have this Barbie, which is like this bright, girly um super mm -hmm. high energy and then you have this really serious true movie that's coming out right next to it i i think it's it'll be definitely interesting to see but i don't think barbie could possibly do as well as it's going to do i've not heard a single person and i work with a lot of really uh intense movie watchers i've not heard a single person say you know let's go see barbie and yeah. maybe i'm wrong maybe i maybe i am wrong i hope i'm wrong because i think marco robbie and ryan gosling being the Two main people. I mean, that's obviously two huge castings. But what I'll say is I've heard one thing where it's like there's not one Ken. It's like a bunch of guys right. are trying to be Ken. Right. So I don't know. Then I, you think, really I think there's like a main Ken. I don't really if, know. I'm not if you change the storyline too much or people invested, who knows? We will watch it and have an opinion. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's going to flop per se. Like I think – there are going to be a ton of people that watch it, but I just don't, I just don't see like people are saying it's the movie of the generation. I don't see how that could be. And again, I could be wrong. We will have to wait and see. Got any take it or leave it for me this week? I do. My first take or leave it has to do with uh, the Jersey shore. I know everybody's shocked by this, but with the new season and the new cast member coming, I thought it'd be uh, an interesting one to take. Take it or leave it, from season one to the current season of Family Vacation, Mike, the situation has moved from worst to first in the list of likable characters. That's a absolute great take it or leave it, and I'm 100% taking it. Mike has gone from someone who, like, I literally disliked more than you should dislike a stranger, and he has totally moved into being, like, the number one person of the house. Such a good guy, such a good dad, such a good husband, such a good friend. He like motivates and hypes up all of his roommates. I'm like, OMG, I don't know what happened in prison, but it changed him for the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it is really, it is like honestly inspiring to see how he went from being like a drug addict, drunk, like just yeah. a bad dude who committed tax fraud and went to prison um, to being like a guy who tries to lift everybody up like people in the house all go to him for advice and stuff like he's taken on kind of this like big brother 
persona. It's really cool to see. Really Super cool, cool to, see. to see. Agreed. I'll take that. I have another take it or leave it. And this has to do with the Bachelor franchise. There is a new first time ever format of The Bachelor. It's going to be called The Golden Bachelor. It's airing this fall and it is basically a 71-year-old man is going to be The Bachelor, The Golden Bachelor, and he's going to be competing with all these, um, shall I say, women uh, who are trying to win his love. And it's going to be interesting. Take it or leave it. The Golden Bachelor is going to be more entertaining than The Bachelor. I'm taking that too. I mean... You heard it from me earlier this episode. I'm over The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I mean, really the last couple seasons. But honestly, I love any way they can spice it up. And if that means to let it be The Golden Bachelor and let our grandma and grandpas run around and fall in love, I mean, sign me up. Two things about that. One, Grandma, I know you're listening. I did try to sign you up for The Golden Bachelor. She would not let me send out the actual application or else she would be on there. So shout out to Grandma Hart for that one. And my second point here is why not? You know, like 71, you got a ton of life ahead of you. Date, get married, do your thing. Yeah. And the Golden Bachelor, by the way, 71 years old, he looks like he's like 40. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see. And it's cool to just see something new. It might be totally boring and I might never watch it again, but something to look forward to. Which Love it. Everybody needs in life. I think that's the first time ever we've both taken each other's four tickets. Take it or leave it. Four tickets. That's crazy. Works for me. Well, you ready for the most fun segment of the night or? So Steven's had some pent up frustration from some tough trivia rounds. So it's only fair. He throws trivia my way. Steven, would you like to tell everyone what the category of trivia this week is? This category is general um, pop culture trivia for a total of 10 possible points. Five questions. Five questions. I'm ready. Question number one. Which singer-songwriter's real name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata? Lady Gaga. Correct. (laughs) That's two points. One for one. Weren't expecting that, huh? No. Which iconic band formed in London in 1964 released the album The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Hmm. I'm going to have to take the options because I was going to say Queen, but that's way later. All right. Your options are Pink Floyd, The Beatles, and Queen. The Beatles, final answer. Ah, it's Pink Floyd. Dang it. (sighs) So you have two of a possible four points. What was the first ever feature-length animated movie ever released. First ever feature-length animated movie ever released. Options. One moment. You're genuinely going to say this is pop culture everyone should know. 100%. Did you know it? Yes. No, you didn't. Is it Beauty and the Beast? No. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Okay. Finding Nemo. Snow White and the Seven Doors. Final answer. Correct. You have gotten four of a possible six points. No. Correct. I'm going to be honest and I'll say it's three because I had to have the options. Oh, true. You didn't need the options. That's very good. You have gotten three of a possible 
six points for 50 percent as everybody knows that's a big old fat f if we're grading this <laughs> we're going to stray a touch from pop culture and go with this question what is the smallest country in the world in terms of land size okay seriously Pop culture, everyone should know when you give me a land size question. I told you I was deviating from pop culture a touch. <sighs> Anyways. I'm asking AI for trivia questions. I can only do so much. Give me the options. Here are your options. Number one, Nauru. Number two, Monaco. Number three, Vatican City. Did you say Nauru? Yes. What even is that? A country. Very small one. <laughs> I guess I'll go with the Vatican City. Correct. You are at four of a possible eight, keeping with your 50%. Your last question. As we all know, a small submersible marine object has recently imploded on its way down to see uh, the remnants of the Titanic. What year did the Titanic sink? Okay, once again, this is not a pop culture question. I told you we're deviating. As I said, look, AI is in control yeah. now. AI is in control of all of us. Go ahead and please give me the options. The options are 1909, 1912, 1915. 1915. 1912. Everybody knows that. All right, what's my, what's my thing? 40%, 4 of 10. 4 of 10. Not too bad when you say it's pop culture and then you give me geography questions. Woo woo. Anyways, thank you all for tuning back in as we came back around after two weeks off. We missed being here with you. We hope you guys go watch some of the things we chatted about today. We are off to watch Jersey Shore, but we love you all. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.